Hey, it's Spiritual Leonard. Welcome to the Royals FC Show. An extremely special edition of the Royals FC Show today. I've got Gunny with me, which is pretty awesome. Um, so the first question is so... On Katie Stingle's Instagram, we saw your reaction to the save of Messi's penalty. And so, you know, everyone in the media, they're talking about, you know, Iceland, Iceland, Iceland. But when you really look at it, you personally are a good result away against Germany from being in the World Cup yourself. What's that like? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good feeling that it's in our hands, um, that all we have to do is, is win or get a point. In our last two games, so um, yeah, I think us as Icelandic people, we believe in anything. So having it in our our hands is exactly what we want. So it's a great feeling. That's amazing. And you've you've never been before either as a as a country to the Women's World Cup either. No, we haven't. We've just been to the Euros, but we've never made it to the World Cup. Yeah. So that's super exciting. So the next question for you is so. As a podcast, we've talked about, you know, the UEFA qualifiers, and obviously fans can look it up and read about it, but how is we as, like, Royals FC fans, how can we support you as a national team? I think just watching and giving the energy, Iceland has a, a special energy, as you've probably noticed with both the fans and how we've put an impact on the soccer world. So I think just watching and just embracing that Icelandic attitude and yeah, I think um, having that pride for both Iceland and just soccer in general and bring that culture to, I think, Utah would be the best way, I would say. And you've obviously done that with the Royals clap, or sorry, with the, you know, the Viking clap at the end of every game, which we can, we can you know, talk a little bit about later. Um, what was it like playing soccer or, you know, football for you growing up? Because it's not a big, I mean, it only recently became a big sport, is my understanding. Yeah, I actually started playing soccer in America, to be honest. Um, my mom moved here when I was in third grade, and I didn't know the language or anything. And my next-door neighbor, he was a soccer coach and had a daughter one year older than me, and he just asked if he could take me to training, and that's how it started. And then after that, I went to um, every summer to Iceland for those six years that I lived in America and always played for the same team and I think that's what kind of kept me in it was always being able to go to Iceland in the summer and have a team and being a part of that and back then we had like fun tournaments that we traveled to with all our friends and it was a very social thing um, you always had educated coaches who were coaching you so you I don't know you felt like you were always developing always getting better no looking back from there. For sure. So did you come here and then stay there and then come back for college? or? So I moved to America because my mom was studying when yeah in third grade, stayed for six years. Then I went back to Iceland for 10 years. Played one semester at Pepperdine in college. Then I went back to Iceland. And then I played five years in Norway. And now I'm here. So yeah, kind of back and forth, I would say. That's, that's way cool. Um, and, you know, on the note of playing football in Iceland, you made your debut when you were 14, I heard. Is that true? Uh, yeah, for my professional club in Iceland, yeah. That, that's wow. That's just wow. 
Um, what is the, if you wouldn't mind, like, what's sort of the, like, Iceland 101? Because everyone knows, like, oh, yeah, Game of Thrones was filmed there. Um, you know, like, a lot of the country is glaciers and it's cold. And, but, like, what's the, what's the Iceland 101 for you? Um, I don't know. It's just the beauty, the, the people. Um, I don't know, just being there, it's just, it's home. It's gives me a great feeling, um, just being there. Um, it's just a different place. You live on a small island with not many people. It just has this great just connection to everybody. And I don't know, I've never felt that in any other country. So I think that's what makes us special. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's, you know, that's something I've read is that there's really this sort of, like, communitarian society like you know people are more likely to like feel comfortable talking to a neighbor if they need help which yeah you sort of get in the united states and more so in utah but not really you know yeah it just it's just you're comfortable and we're all i feel we feel we're at the same level and i don't know it's very un it's very it's not common that um you meet someone and think they're better than you even though maybe they have or higher in society or anything like that. I think we are all treated very equal, which I think puts us on the same, I don't know, just like a same level where there's just mutual respect for everyone. Right on. That's way cool. Are you from, I'm going to butcher the name, but I know most of the population is centered in Reykjavik? Yeah. Is that where you're from? No, so I'm from a town just right outside of it. It would take me like five minutes to drive to Reykjavik. But um, yeah, when I was growing up there, I think there was probably 10,000 people who lived there. Now I think it's 15,000. Yeah, I mean, the, the country in total, the population is like 350,000, which is... Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So to see, obviously, you know, that's a comparison as, you know, we're talking about the Men's World Cup. What's that like? for you as a native Icelander? Oh, it's amazing. Um, we are all so proud. It just shows, um, I don't know, no matter where you come from, how small your country is, anything is possible with just the belief. And I think Iceland has showed the world that that's possible. And I think all of us who come from Iceland have that belief. And uh, just seeing them do it on, on a big stage and putting that example out there is, is very inspiring. And I think it's for the whole country. And hopefully you and your teammates next summer, right? Yep, that's the plan. Really, really exciting. Uh, and uh, really looking forward to hopefully seeing you all beat Germany and, and qualify there. Um, yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, for sure. Pretty cool. So a lot of these players who are playing in the World Cup right now, do you have, like, do you know them? Is there a relation? Um, no, not really. I know the kit manager, uh, but we just know it was ice and small. So you always know someone who knows someone who knows someone. So somehow you're you're mostly all connected. But no, I don't know them many personally. Still, though, you know the kit manager. That's cool. If I, uh, when I have enough money for an, an Iceland kit, I'll have to uh, go through you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend you jump on this wagon. I mean, already have sitting in, uh, I was saving for the end, but the, the clap that you brought is phenomenal. We'll save it for the end because it's the best part. Okay. But like, all honestly, right, all right. Fa good. favorite thing about Royals games is you coming over to the court and doing that, being a part of that section. It's phenomenal. 
Um, yeah, I love it. So it sounds like, obviously, you know, you go to Iceland in the summers, and, uh, you know, you go back for national team duty. But when you're here, what do you miss most about it? My family and friends always. Um, I'm a big, big on family, and I think I miss them the most. And swimming pools. We have great swimming pools, and I miss that. What was your first impression of Utah? Um, I loved it. I loved the mountains. I loved, um, yeah, the nature. Um, being from Iceland, I think that's very important to have around. Um, I also loved the people and just how we were welcomed into the city, and that's been amazing. It's awesome. Um, in terms of you know nature and things like that, what? Like, are there, is there a specific place that you plan to go sightseeing or a place that you want to see? And yeah, I've already been to Moab and the Canyonlands, and that was amazing. Um, I plan on being able to hike a little more into the mountains. And then I think the next on my list is um, Bryce Canyon and Zion, for sure. Oh, good choices. Good, good choices. Yeah. So what does a typical, like, day off for you look like when you're not playing football? Um, I usually do yoga. That's usually the first thing I do. Then I don't know. I try to just hang out with my teammates. We go for a good lunch or just try to recover from the week of training or games. Um, yeah, they tend to go by fast, I guess. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I'm sure that's tough um, with, you know, the road trip that you're currently on. That's got to be... Yeah, we've been on the road for a while, and usually when there's uh, no games, I'm with my national team, so there's not many off days that we get, so the ones we do get, it's usually we're just trying to rest and recover. Oh, I'm sure, especially because you're insane out there with how much you run, so I'm sure you're super tired. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm always intense, so that's, that's okay. Yeah, love it, love it. Wouldn't be gunny without it. <laughs> so, moving... moving to football a little bit. So we already talked about what got you into soccer. Um, do you, outside of obviously, you know, the Royals and your national team, uh, do you have any favorite soccer teams that you follow? Yeah, Arsenal. Um, my dad is a big Arsenal fan, so I grew up um, rooting for them. So that's pretty much the, and then just my home team in Iceland yeah. that I grew up playing with. Those are my like two favorite teams out there, but I, I like to watch watch soccer when I can, especially when it's big games and now having the World Cup going on, it's it's good. You get a lot of soccer. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What's your home team in Iceland? It's called Stjärnan. Okay. It's what I grew up with. A lot of my friends still play there. So that's so cool. There are really these community ties that you know obviously you say yeah. there but but like you can I, see that I played for about. them from under seven until I left for Norway that's that's amazing that's amazing was it a was it a big jump to go from playing in Iceland to Norway in terms of the style of the league no it's pretty similar it's a it has more teams so it's more games and uh of course, the intensity and the quality was a little better, but uh, I was unlucky to my first season going abroad. I tore my ACL, so I missed out almost one and a half seasons going abroad. Yeah. So I had a lot of time to adjust and get used to it. 
you've torn your ACL twice, I think, right? Three times. Oh, my God. That's heartbreaking. What's that? I mean, what's it been like to, to come back from that? Um, it, for me, it's just part of my story. Um, I don't look at it as, as something bad that had happened to me. It has made me of who I am today. And uh, you just work hard. And if you want, if you really want something yeah, and work hard enough, it will come. So I learned a lot from it. Um, of course, it's hard. I've almost missed four years of my career. Wow. But at the end of the day, it, the work I put in, it was all worth it. I'm at a great place today. So I love it. That's that's amazing. So it's obviously been talked a little bit about. I mean, I know there there was a phone call with Laura, but would you mind going into like a little bit more detail as to what that was like for you? Because you you were a pretty off the radar player coming from Norway to the NWSL. Yeah, I am a very yeah. That's true. I um, I just had a friend who recommended that I go play in the states. She said it would fit me well. Just because of my intensity and physicality. And then she said, I, I would be perfect if I played under Laura. And then she just, uh, yeah, put us in touch. And then I'm here today. There was literally nothing more than one phone call. That's way cool. How exactly, besides the physicality, is, you know, first year in the NWSL, uh, you know, so you're, you're really still a rookie, but, you know, you don't act like it or play like it, but... Besides the physicality, what are the major differences between the NWSL and playing in Norway? Um, I think it's very transitional, the game here. So it's very back and forth, um, which makes the game a little more faster. Mm -hmm. And with having more intensity and more physicality, the pressure on the ball is, is more and quicker, so you don't have as much time on the ball. Um, yeah, I think those are the the biggest differences. It sounds really like the league really plays to your to your strengths. Then, the, the yeah, style I definitely love playing here, and and it's fun to have a, a league that's so even. You have to come to every game, hundred percent, and you can win against anyone and lose against anyone, which I love. For sure, makes it a lot a lot more competitive. So you're in um, a little bit of a deeper midfield role now since uh, you know. Katrina Gorey came came over, but have you like what other positions have you played? And do you have like a favorite position? No, I just like playing in the midfield, whether it's a six, eight, or ten. Uh, my favorite is when I get to be a little free and get to be box to box. But I would play wherever the coach tells me and however she wants me to play. I will play that way and just adjust to that. Uh, so no, I don't have a really a favorite position other than just in the midfield. And, yeah. Just being out there. Um, just being out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's it What's it like playing under Laura? It's wonderful. Um, she's a great coach. Um, her trainings are good. She's very tactical. Um, she has a little bit of a European style, which I like. Uh, she likes to press, uh, likes to keep the ball. So... Yeah, I think she's a wonderful coach, one of the best that I've had, for sure. And you have that Arsenal bond, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's an Arsenal fan. We're not a lot out there, so we got to stick together. <laughs> for sure, for sure. 
So, um, and this is a question I'm really, really excited for. So, you draw a lot of fouls. Why is that? I'm not saying you're a diver, because you're clearly not. But is it, like, is it just because you run so much and you're everywhere? But... I think maybe that a little to do with it, and I think I just go into things that maybe people would hesitate to go into. So I think um, instead of hesitating at goal, maybe I'm like a second ahead of the person getting the ball. And then, yeah, I think it's just because I put myself into anything, wherever and whenever on the field. I don't know if people might call it reckless, but I just want to win the ball. I love it. I love it. It's such high intensity, which is so Icelandic, you know, it's like your play is... Yeah, I just don't know anything else. I don't know anything else but that, pretty much. You know, the play is, your style of play is actually, you know, like a manifestation of your country, you know, your culture. It's, It's something like I've never seen in Utah the intensity that you bring, and it's a fantastic. Oh, yeah, but it's kind of what you can control. You can always control your effort. That's something nobody can take away from you. And I've always said to myself, I will always give everything I have because that's something I can control. I love that. Um, so you got beat up a little bit in the last game. How are you feeling? Are you feeling pretty good, made of steel? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I'm I'm fine. My my head is like a stone. It can it can handle a lot. No, I'm fine. It's all about um, being healthy for the game. So I have a week to recover. So that's good. Good, 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 good. Because I mean, like I said, you know, I don't think I've ever seen a player that, like, I don't know whether it's like an elbow or it's just something that's like. Um, it's just very, very physical that you bring that energy, and that's that's cool. So, um, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment on the pitch? On the pitch? Uh-huh. I think um, for me it was um, getting to the Euros with my national team because um, I tore my ACL a week before we went to the Euros, 2013. So it was a, for the third time. So that was a big step for me to be able to come back and play in that tournament after after that, and then I think um, winning the first um, um, league title for my club that I had played for my whole life, and I was captain, and we hadn't won a trophy ever in history. That was huge. That's special. It really was. On that note, um, so, you know, going back, back to the national team, so is there, I mean, you know, it's hard to watch the, the Euro qualifiers. There, you know, more like sketchy ways you can watch it, but for World Cup qualifying, uh, how would you, I guess, compare the styles that you play here in Utah with that of the national team? Is it still that sort of high pressing counter attack, or is it? Yes, I would say it's pretty similar. Um, we sometimes play with a three back with the national team, so our formation is it's a little different. But other than that, the style of play it's it's similar. Um, but it differs from what, who you play. Um, how we play against Germany will be different how we play against Fair Island. So, and I think Laura's good at doing that with us. Is she has um, good plans for each team and changes it up of, like, of who we are playing and stuff like that. So. Okay. Okay. Um, 
So this is sort of, I know you addressed this a little bit in the Salt Lake Tribune article you did with Maddie Lee. You're the first one to come and interact with the fans after the game. Is that something you've always done? Um, uh, yeah, well, I, I try, I try my best. I always want to thank them for coming out and, and, and giving us the support. So I always want to give back to them, um, what they've given us. And it's just who I am. It's, it's what I always do. In Norway, we didn't have many fans, but I tried to give back when they, when they came out and everything like that. And, and I think it's important that they see how important they are, are to us because we want them on on every game. Love that. Love that. So on that note, um, you know, so you brought the bright, the the Viking club here, and I'll be honest. So there are some there's some MLS teams that sort of like they they do the Viking clap, but there's no like Icelandic connection, and it's sort of like you know like don't do that. Um, but like when yeah. you, but like. <laughs> you know, to have an actual Viking that you are, um, and for you to come over and do that is something that, you know, so I, I grew up, you know, I'm Dutch, so I get that, you know, sort of real community tie that the importance of that fan relation and in the NWSL, obviously it's a thing, but in the MLS, it's not. You know, you go, you support the yeah. games, and then you have the meet the team night, but there's nothing like that. You know, you don't go over to the players and, yeah. I mean, go over to the fans. And that's why, yeah, and that's why I think it's important to have this thing, because I felt it with Iceland that this was a way to connect the team and the fans together, is having this mutual chant after games, and it has definitely done a lot for Iceland, so I was hoping to bring bring that to you tattoo but i can't take credit for that because deloitte was the one who had the idea oh it was, it was deloitte <laughs> papa loy loy oh we talked about it and and deloitte was the one who executed it i would say i just helped him out yeah that's i mean it's still like i don't know it's just so so cool it gives i mean you know obviously the team has an identity but it's like it roots the identity in the community, if if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, it's good for teams to have a tradition and a culture, and and the Royals are, are a new team, so I think it's it's important to build build that from the beginning, and I'm I'm honored to be a part of that. Yeah, you know, um, on that note of tradition, and this is this is tracking back a bit. So obviously, you are the first scorer in. Utah Royals FC history. What was that like? Oh, it was great to score. Um, I would have wanted to take the three points, but um, it was good to break the ice early on, and I couldn't have done it without my teammates. I have great teammates, and I have them to thank. And I think it was in me who made history with us. Well, I mean, you've really sort of cemented yourself as a fan favorite, and... Uh a cult hero here, Gunny. Um, <laughs> Thank you for those yeah. words. No, abs- absolutely, absolutely. Is there any Is there any last things that you want to leave the fans with, for the folks who will listen to this? Just um, thank you for the support, and keep coming to our games. Um, we'll keep entertaining them, and then after every win, I hope people stay for the Viking clap.
Yeah, well, you know, thank you for involving us in that, really. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll always come out and support rain, shine, oh, win, I lose, love that. draw. We'll, we'll, we'll be there for you. Maybe not everyone, but, you know, there's a, there's a good, a good group of diehards here for you that will always have your back. That's awesome here. Yeah. We definitely feel that energy. Yeah. Glad to hear that. And that translates to the national team too. Um, when I, when I get enough money and I'll go buy a Iceland shirt and uh, I'll find you sometime and have you sign it. <laughs> I know uh, there's... Oh, that's perfect. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, I know there's a lot of folks who are supporting Iceland uh, around here, just you know, talking in Facebook groups because of, you know, there's that connection now. And it's just an amazing story. So um, it's awesome yeah. to see not only what you're doing here, but, you know, what, as a country you know, y'all are doing and just the energy and just the excitement that you all bring. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty incredible. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad Iceland is trending a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Iceland and Gunny are definitely trending in Utah and they will be for a while. <laughs> With that, um, seriously, thank you so much. I know that the, the interview, I don't know, I hope I didn't come off too awkward this is only the third time me doing this and you're my favorite player so I'm, i was trying not to have the jitters thank you thank you so much though this was an absolute honor thank you so much no thank you gunny hey take care good luck this weekend